So when we all took communion, we had to memorize the act of contrition. And although we've memorized it, there's always a, there's this part at the end of the prayer that I don't think that we actually mean or we don't actually believe in. And in the middle of the part of the prayer, you know, so the act of contrition, my God, I'm sorry for my sins with all my heart and choosing to do wrong and feeling to do good. I firmly intend with your help to do my penance, to sin no more and to avoid whatever leads me to sin. So I remind people every time when they come to Mass that they're making a promise to God that I'm going to do everything in my power to avoid the near occasion of sin, which is rarely the case, myself included. We promise that, but we do nothing to eradicate or avoid the near occasion of sin. In this part of the prayer, again, we're making this promise, and Lent is not, as we enter Lent, Lent is tomorrow. Lent is not about less TV. It's not about, um, you know, um, losing weight. It's not about whatever it is that we think it is, because then we make Lent about us versus what is Lent and what is it that I'm going to be doing during Lent. And over the next six weeks, Jesus is teaching us different things about Lent, right? Jesus teaches us something every week as we approach Lent. And this week, Jesus teaches us how to fight against temptation that leads us to sin. So we really mean when we say, and sin no more. Right? With the help of God. It's by no coincidence that the gospel that we start off today is that it said that the, uh, we receive, you know, we hear about Jesus' baptism and it says, it says that Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Right? It's the Holy Spirit who allows us to avoid the near occasion of sin. As Jesus goes and be tempted by the devil, he knows what he's going to get himself into. With who? By himself. He's God. But in his humanity, he needed the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit as we enter into the Lent. Because then it does become about us. We get nothing out of Lent. The 50 days are over and nothing changes. Jesus does four things when faced with temptation. So if we really want to get this right, right? If Lent is about uh, just getting rid of sin, right? Saying no to sin, avoiding the near occasion of sin. So Jesus does four things that we can learn about today. First thing that we can learn from Jesus as when it comes to temptation, number one, like if you need to take notes, take notes. Like, we really need to get this. Take your phones out, take some notes, because I really don't think we understand what Lent is about and how to fight temptation, how to say no to sin, how to get to heaven. Because watching less Netflix is probably not going to lead us there. It can help, trust me, I know, but it's not going to help us. So number one, the first thing Jesus does, expect a trial. We know and should not be surprised, right, in today's gospel, Jesus headed into the wilderness on purpose. It says, led by the Spirit to be tempted by the devil. It's no surprise that he was tempted. We shouldn't be surprised we will be tempted these next 50 days. Actually, we'll be tempted a little bit more. Expect to be tempted. Don't say, oh, where did this come from? Sins that we haven't committed in the past and things we haven't, people we haven't thought about in the past and whatever it may be, now is this time. Expect the trial. Rather than thinking, where did this come from? Why am I still doing this? Having this thought, the thought is not the problem. So expect a trial. Jesus did. He knew it's coming. And don't be surprised when it comes. That's number one. Number two, the second thing he does when he's faced with temptation, he eliminates the option. He does not engage with the tempter. He just eliminates the option. Right? In the gospel, turn this into bread. No. Nope. Throw yourself over. No. Nope. Bow down and worship. No. Nope. The devil can't even get the words out, and Jesus is already saying no. Eliminating the option. It's not even an option. 
What do we do? Just grab your phone and, and, and just, you're on Facebook, it's no big deal. There's no pornographic imagery on, on Facebook. But the first thing the devil tempted Jesus with was something good, turn the stone into bread. The devil doesn't start off, he's very subtle about how he tempts us. Very subtle. Turn this, bread into, turn this stone into bread. It's a good thing. It's after we give in to that first subtle temptation, the second one plows us. It's a, it's a right hook in the face. Nope, nope, nope. What do we do? Ah, it's not that big of a deal. Ah, it's, it's just little social media. Heard of this story about... Um, Oh, before I tell you the story, how many times we find ourselves discouraged by the same old failures. When we go to confession, it's copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Why? It's because we're not eliminating the option. If we're serious, I'm going to avoid the near occasion of sin. We don't engage. We eliminate the option. Heard a story of a, a third grader went up to his teacher and he says to his teacher, those kids, you know, he would go up to the teacher, he's crying, he talks to, to the teacher, and he says, teacher, to his teacher, There's those kids over there, they keep calling me stupid. And she gets on her knees and looks at her face to face. She goes, are you stupid? He goes, no, I'm not stupid. She goes, then all day I've been watching you in recess and what are you doing? Every time you're going back to the same kids who are calling you stupid. They bully you, they're harassing you, they're making fun of you and they call you stupid. And what do you do? You keep going back. She goes, are you stupid? And he goes, I'm not stupid. She says, and I don't think you are either. So don't act like you're stupid. That's us, that's me. I'm not trying to be degrading here. I care about you guys, you care about me. We're in this battle together over the next 50 days. We need to eliminate the option. It's the same thing. Think about it. If these 50 days, we don't eliminate the option, we engage, we curious, whatever it may be, we're just going to end up falling to the same exact thing. And then we're lying in our act of contrition. I am not avoiding the near occasion of sin. Let us stop lying. Let us be real. Let us be true. Let's be authentic. I'm not talking at you. I'm talking to myself too. Again, Lent is about giving up something that leads me into temptation, right? It's about the near occasion of sin, right? I am giving up alcohol, it's a near occasion of sin because when I drink, bad things happen, is what we can give up, right? Or we can say, I'm giving up the internet because after I'm on the internet, after a certain amount of time or after a certain time in the day, I know where it leads me. That's what I'm getting rid of. After five o'clock, no more internet. After one drink, no, mo no, many, no more drinks. What is leading me into temptation? Oh, I want to give up porn. What's leading me there? I want to stop cussing. What's leading me there? We need to think of what's leading me to the sin. We're thinking of getting rid of the sin that hasn't worked for years. What's leading me there? Eliminating the option. Third thing we can learn from Jesus when it comes to temptation, he rewrites the script. Right in the gospel, Jesus rewrites a script. The devil says to Jesus, all the kingdoms of the earth have been given to me. I'll give you every soul on this planet, basically, if you just bow down and worship me. So the script would be Jesus bows down, but he rewrites the script. He says, rather than bowing down to you, I'm going to take up my cross. 
I'm not going to bow down to you. We have to rewrite the script. I was talking to a, a you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, and they were just talking about impurity. There's a lot of impurity in their relationship. And Father, what do we do? I said, we need to, you need to rewrite the script. Tell me kind of, you know, give me the details. Okay, he's in college. He visits. He has a dorm. He has somebody in his dorm. They don't do it there. But then they just go, they get in the car, and then they're, they have to make a right or a left, and there's this area right to the right of the college campus. There's, it's a dead end, and nobody goes there, and there's no lights. So the script has to be rewritten. It has to be rewritten. So when I was talking to them, I said, okay, just as you're there, when you get to the stop sign, you, your blinker, you, 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 your blinker goes off to, to make a right-hand turn. At that point when the blinker is where you rewrite the script, it's easier to say no to turning your blinker on to making a right turn than it is to say no when you're in the car alone. We overestimate ourselves. Like, what are, we think we're strong. <laughs> wow. Look how strong we are. It's when we do that, we are going into Lent with the Holy Spirit because we're not overestimating our strength. We fall flat on our face because we think we're strong. Jesus did not go into the desert alone, although he's God. In his humanity, he took the Holy Spirit with him. He rewrote the script. Final thing, he fought with Scripture. He fought the devil's temptations with scripture. Each time the devil tempts Jesus, what does he respond with scripture? And what I'm, what I'm uh, recommending to you and what I'm suggesting to you is find one scripture verse. Memori- memorize those five or six words. And let that be your anthem over the next 50 days. Throughout your day, you're saying that one scripture verse over and over again. There is one specifically that I'm going to be using. It comes from uh, Psalm 69. It says, basically it says, it's, it's like, like six or seven words. God, come to my assistance. Make haste to help me. Haste means quickly. I can say that when I'm tempted. I can say that when I'm not tempted. I can say that when I eat. I can say that when I'm driving. Memorize a scripture verse, you guys. God, come to my assistance. Make haste to help me. Hurry up. Help me. I need you in times of temptation. Or if I don't need him, I'm not tempted. I know you'll be there, so I'm going to say it anyway when the time does come because I'm expecting to be tried. When we quote quote scripture, again, we're bringing the Holy Spirit into our land because that's what Jesus did as he went into the desert. You think you can do it without the Holy Spirit? Good luck. It's not going to work. And the scripture verses is by the author who is the Holy Spirit. So let us be serious about Lent so we can actually say we try to fight temptation when we say in our confession, I promise with your help to sin no more, to avoid whatever leads me to sin the next time we go to confession. Amen? Amen.